Have you ever wanted a career where you actually manage your own time and schedule? Do you want to have a visible impact in society? Well, this may be the opportunity you're looking for. Today we set out to find out why someone might enter a research career and the impact research has on society. Like why this is, it is what it is, like you know. So you need knowledge in computer science, on biology, also like social science. Every day I manage to learn a, a, a new set of, of skills. Today we're talking with Dr. Ferena Anselmucci, a dynamic postdoctoral researcher hailing from Italy. She has studied and worked in Italy, France, and now the Netherlands, specializing in civil and geotechnical engineering. She's currently a postdoctoral researcher at the University of Twente and has been part of multiple research teams where she worked and published various research papers. The work she does has an impact on the engineering field. This is the Gen Z in STEM podcast. I'm your host, Maidrin, and I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's get to it. Uh, well, welcome, Floriana. Thanks. Or as we can say, uh, Dr. Antelmucci. Yes. Yeah. So today we're here to talk about like geotechnical and civil engineering, as well as what it's like to have like a career in research. And yeah, I'm quite excited to have you here today as it's kind of like you started by civil engineering and um, in your journey and I also am. So <laughs> yeah. you have that in common. Hopefully I can inspire you on something. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, but first, before we get to, into all of that, I want to mm-hmm. know a bit more about you. Mm-hmm. So can you share maybe a personal story or moments from your childhood that you feel shaped the key aspect of who you are now? Um, okay, that's a, that's a tricky question. Like. I don't think uh, there is like something specific uh, in my childhood. Um, also, I don't really have like clear memories in my childhood. Just like mm-hmm. you know, I think more like feeling uh, or mm-hmm. something. Uh, so I think in general, like a series of experience uh, or like people that you met, you mm-hmm. know, like at school or in the family. Uh, yeah, I think in general, like this type of experience really like shaped me. But I think I'm still like on. The on the shaping aspect, I haven't really like shaped my personality or like uh, my way of being yet. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, th- and I mean that's a very like <laughs> deep like question, but yeah, yeah, like, uh, like my childhood, okay. Yeah, but no, but more like, is there like what well, you said talking to people? Mm-hmm. So is it like talking to people like what about specific topics that made you feel interested in like maybe sciences or something or what? Oh, yeah, yeah, like I remember at school. Okay, maybe this is like a stereotype or something. I always like uh, math and physics, okay? So, and it was also nice because sometimes I remember like at elementary school, there was this teacher, uh, Domitilla was her name. And uh, once I, I remember, I think it was like fourth grade or something. Mm-hmm. She say, she came to me and said like, oh, you are very disorganized because you know, my handwriting <laughs> was a mess. Mm-hmm. But she's like, you, uh, you went to everyone and said like, you see, Floriana managed to understand the exercise. And to me, like, it was like, oh, wow, that's, uh, I understood that. But um, I mean, to me, it was like obvious was what I did. But uh, for her, then like showing off like uh, that I did something good, I, I felt nice. Of course, nowadays, I don't like, I never like to compare like, you know, also with the student and stuff. But I think it's nice uh, maybe for a child Mm, sometimes to um, from from people that is not like your close family uh, to be brought up on on something because maybe let you think about later on and so I, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you mean though because for me well I'm still like very very young yeah of course yeah. but uh, like definitely even like in high school like mm-hmm. specific teachers like yeah like pointing out specific things I even think about like biology or something like oh you have these connections yeah. have helped me to actually pursue and like you know go into engineering so. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a nice thought. Yeah. Mm. 
So, okay. So now I'm Even gonna, though I have mm-hmm. to say that until I think I'll say like second year of high school. Yeah. Uh, my, my, I mean, when someone was asking me what you want to do, I always said that I wanted to become a vet. Mm-hmm. But then when I realized that vet was not just dealing with dog and cats, <laughs> then I realized that it was not like, you know. A dream job after all. <laughs> yeah, it's like something different. Exactly. Okay. So, well, now going on after like the aspect that made you mm-hmm. like to this day. So, I would love to see like uh, an overview of um, how you got to where you are now and the work you do now. So, can you maybe provide a, a like, brief overview of your academic journey, mm-hmm. including maybe some of the countries you've been and things you've studied? Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, until like I did uh, my bachelor and my master uh, uh, in Italy mm-hmm. at the University of Calabria, which is a university in the south of Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during my, uh, well, during my last year of high school, I, I mean, the last two years of high school, I mm-hmm. was actually thinking what I wanted to do. And then I decided that uh, I wanted to study civil engineer because I thought it was like cool and a pretty fundamental and needed, uh, you know, role yeah. in the world. Uh, hopefully it was the same as <laughs> yeah. you had, I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, so then uh, I did my bachelor and master in, uh, in, um, in civil engineering. But during my last year of the master, I was looking for an experience abroad, right? So yeah. um, I got an, uh, a scholarship for Erasmus, mm-hmm. mm, but then I found this uh, this master, like a MDU in France, like, you know, just the second year of the mm-hmm. master, which was in um, uh, geotechnical engineering and uh, georisco, mm-hmm. okay? And I thought it was very interesting. So I also look, went to the course and there was something that uh, I actually never studied during my, my master. It were topics to me a bit different. So I thought it would be nice. And that's why then I enrolled uh, and I moved to France. Can I quickly mm-hmm. interrupt you? So geotechnical and geometrics. So um, even yeah. I'm not fully sure what that is. Can you kind of explain a bit what that is? Geotech, um, geometrics? Geometric, yeah. No, okay. Geo, no, no, geotechnical okay. and geometric. Okay. Uh, ge- ge- I mean, geotechnical mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, it's in general like uh, all the science of civil engineer that is uh, mm-hmm. as, uh, um, is related to soil, okay. right? Yeah. So from the word geo, okay? Mm-hmm. Geo, yeah. So yeah. Um, so in general, like all the, the infrastructures that are related with soil mm-hmm. or like interact with soil, a geotechnical engineer uh, is uh, is mm. in charge with uh, with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just diving deeper so into soils and exactly. things on top of it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so then this is up till your masters. Yes, and then you did a PhD. Yeah, and postdoc. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So the PhD is was um, in, in geomechanics, which is like mm-hmm. the mechanics of uh, of the soil. So. Mm-hmm. It's, I would say it's um, maybe it's sub subject of geotechnical engineering. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's say so. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, my, my uh, uh, the topic of my PhD was um, the interaction of uh, living plants with, mm-hmm. with soil, right? Okay. But uh, at the micro scale, so like what happened really at the single particle scale. Uh, so, yeah, that was. Um, that was more or less the okay. the topic of my PhD, and then officially, I think my degree was. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what really is on. on uh, I think it's geomechanics or something, but but I would say like yeah, it's civil engineering in general, like uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so you started kind of in civil mm-hmm. and then went to well, kind of maybe even a subsection of mm-hmm. civil, so geotechnical, geomatrix, mm-hmm. geomechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, can you explain maybe what civil engineering means to you and how it led you to specify specialize in geotechnical engineering? Um, okay, I mean, civil engineering, I think it's... Uh, um, in general, I think it's, uh, it's the type of field that allows you to... Um, make I mean your idea into something concrete, right? So um, for like a daily basis. So you know, you realize you need like a building for something, and so with civil engineering you construct it. So you need to go from uh, one point to another, mm-hmm. and so you use the knowledge of civil engineering to construct a road or like a rail track. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think in general, like this is uh, my point of view of like uh, the civil engineering. And civil engineering in general mm-hmm. um yeah but i like what you said even previously because mm-hmm. it's like yeah i don't know i feel like it's a bit like the i don't know the backbone of society because it's like yeah exactly fundamentals yeah. like yeah 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 structures like everything's dynamic sometimes mm-hmm. you've got mechanical engineering and other stuff that things really move mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you first have to go back a little into the foundation yeah so. in fact like consider a few few months back i gave uh, a talk on green mechanics and it was like a community of in general like people works any aspect of mechanics right so mm-hmm. from physics mathematics mechanical engineer and i was supposed to talk about uh, green mechanics uh, in in soil right and so soil mechanics so mm-hmm. and i was like how to explain to people like from different background what is soil mechanics huh? mm-hmm. so i literally like explained it like to me soil mechanics uh, is the little foundation of everything you know mm-hmm. so just like from the practical building of the foundation but yeah. in general like any type of infrastructure on like our daily life it's based on uh, yeah you know yeah on a geotechnical infrastructure so mm-hmm. like, or knowledge of soil mechanics yeah yeah i think so the base of civilization <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> a bit important okay so now i want to go a bit more into like i guess the research career part mm-hmm. and like the skills that you've acquired while doing mm-hmm. that so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, going a bit more depth into your current work, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is maybe we'll see, but like a research career. Um, uh, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm curious of why maybe you decided to pursue research opposed to working in an engineering firm, for instance. Mm-hmm. So my first question is, uh, like, how does a research career differ from like maybe a traditional engineering career in a company? Mm-hmm. And do you see any key distinctions? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, uh, well... Uh, during my 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 thesis uh, in France, mm-hmm. that was my very first work as a researcher, let's mm-hmm. say, you know, and I really enjoyed that. That's why then I decided to pursue for a PhD. So I have to say that I, I never really like work uh, on an engineering firm. Yeah. So I don't have experience on, on my skin on what does it mean working on an engineering firm. But I, I think that the nice, I mean, the main difference. Yeah. I don't want to say nice or not nice, <laughs> is that. Um, when you work for an engineering firm, what you do is like you apply your the knowledge that you studied uh, and then you need for a specific problem, right? Yeah. So uh, it's a bit maybe like a bit more automatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas uh, I have the feeling that uh, working as a researcher is a bit more interactive, not just like uh, for the work per se, but also the knowledge and um, that you have to apply that you need. So you know, you move, you don't stop just a civil engineer or soil mechanics right so you need uh, knowledge on computer science on biology 
also like social science because you need to interact with students or <laughs> colleagues. So I think it's it's really like a broad type, a broad work. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the research, you know, in my group, but in general, like every researcher, I have the feeling that it's really like, um, it needs a lot of knowledge from different aspects and from different fields to really like mm-hmm. keep going in his uh, in his career, in his job. But that makes so much sense. You know, if, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. like, yeah, no, because when you like work, I guess, yeah, mm-hmm. you're just applying what you know in situations. Exactly. But research is kind of innovating in a way. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's a completely yeah, yeah. different skill set, I guess. Exactly. So, and then like, I think uh, as a researcher, you also have to take care of like many things. So, you know, you, are, you start from being like your own secretary, like planning your own meeting and doing stuff, then understanding uh, f- what's uh, what is the best path for uh, your own uh, for your own research um, track mm-hmm. um, and then uh, yeah like also like the, the economical aspect of the project you have to take care of like you know like you have to be sure that you are within budget mm-hmm. so you know what I mean it's yeah, not just okay. like uh, the research per se you have yeah. to take apart you have to take into account like all the aspects of it so you're uh, like your own CEO you're the manager you do everything <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I wish, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Technically, yeah. So like from your o- your mm-hmm. small project, uh, you have to take it into, ca- into account also like all the, the possible aspects, yeah. Okay, so I was going to ask like after what skill did you think was like crucial, beneficial? But now mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe it's not one skill. Maybe it's like a very holistic thing. Or is there something that you really need for being able to research or have a career in research? Um, or at least for you. Yeah, I mean, um, flexibility. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, if you do experiment, also physical flexibility. <laughs> but in general, like I think, yeah, mental flexibility and also willingness willingness to to learn uh, new things. I have the feeling that, um, like every day, I manage to learn uh, a, a new set of 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 skill. Like you know, can be scientific, can be a soft skill, like anything but it, it's really like uh, i mean pretty sure also another type of job i'm not just saying mm-hmm. that the research is the only thing Finish but rest. that's what mm-hmm. i'm i mostly did in my um 30 years of life so that's <laughs> what i you know what i know but it's just like uh, mm-hmm. yeah that's so cool yeah i don't know what 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 do you, what do you think like uh, uh like what do i need for research no like in general like uh, for that if when you think about yourself like working no i don't know yeah. which type of job you would like to have mm-hmm. but don't you think like uh, it's nice to have like a, a type of job that every day like challenges a bit and like you know push that's you the to dream some, yeah right yeah. so i think uh, that's kind of like what i what i'm doing right now so that's why i like it no, oh, yeah, and uh, like learning something new different day. I think as a student, I mean, that's we're really put into this situation. But yeah. like beyond that, personally too, mm-hmm. like if I can, like I'm always trying to do different things, like front end or whatever it is, mm-hmm. modeling stuff yeah. like that, because it, it's new things and it's like that's what makes things interesting, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. then you can combine it and then yeah, being able to do anything. And I think yeah. also uh, like before <laughs> people would do like one career the whole life sometimes or same company. Mm-hmm. But now you have to be flexible to like change yeah. cr- change things all the time. So I mm-hmm. think it goes into what mm-hmm. you're saying as a researcher. Mm-hmm. Maybe everyone has to have a researcher mentality. You know? Yeah, I I mean I think also depends a lot on um, on the way in which they they teach you at school. Like uh, mm, at least the way in which I was taught, it was to really like be m- very methodic. Mm-hmm. You know, get uh, stick to to the definition of the topic and apply mm-hmm. the definition. Yeah. Whereas uh, I have the feeling that it's better like uh, for kids um, to really like have the possibility also to to ask themselves like why this is it is what it is like you know 
mm, I mean, how this this formula is, is right, why is like, so uh, maybe it's better like if, if we start to push, you know, the younger generation a bit more on this, uh, maybe n- later on even more like mm-hmm. a standard job can be. And then it's like, like sparking, yeah, the curiosity mm. to like not just, oh, I memorize it and then I spit it out. Exactly. It's like, why? Like, be curious. <laughs> yeah, let's be curious. It's, I don't think uh, now, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. And okay, and then for um like conducting research, I guess, mm-hmm. like what aspect do you find the most enjoyable or fulfilling in what you do? Um I mean, uh, that's nice. I think when you have like uh, an idea mm-hmm. or like an intuition and then uh, it came out to be to be right, you know, because then you keep going on your investigation and you realize like, okay, what I was thinking was right. So I think that's that's nice, but I mean, I have the possibility to actually try out if my if my um, if my intuition works because that's my job, right? Whereas in other type of job, you don't have the possibility to really like uh, um, have yeah s- space around in your t- in uh, in your the possibility that you can have. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I yeah, no, no, to test things. Yeah, I get so it. But now so, yeah. it made me think of something kind of different. It's kind of like with bias. So like mm-hmm. when you do science, you have like mm-hmm. a hypothesis and yeah. then you like test it. Mm-hmm. But when you conduct like your research, mm-hmm. is there like times where maybe since you had this hypothesis, you might try conducting the research to prove your hypothesis and how do you maybe like counter that? So it doesn't like your hypothesis mm-hmm. doesn't impact the results you get, which is <laughs> totally like um, the... Uh, well, uh, let me l- let's rephrase what you say. Okay. Like yeah. in the sense that you think like, okay, I have an hypothesis. Mm-hmm. I design an experiment. So yeah. And then like my hypothesis is not validated. No, like, like so I don't know. For instance, I'm connecting this more to like just my daily life. For instance, mm-hmm. so the internet. Mm-hmm. You like you have your like okay I don't know anything. Uh, this is better than that. Or mm-hmm. like when you like put something into uh, your your browser, mm-hmm. you're kind of phrasing it mm-hmm. so that you will be correct, you know? Like mm-hmm. that c- confirmational bias, yeah, is that what we yeah, call I it? Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, mm, I mean, I'm not sure about it. I think mm-hmm. it's more like, um, um, I mean, I- in science, you have a lot of, of way to validate your, your theory. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, in my own uh, topic, mm-hmm. let's assume plants, you know, grow in the soil in a specific way. But then uh, you assume that, uh, but then when you actually go and study the microstructure, the microstructure and what happened inside, you realize that that was maybe was not. So maybe it's by having an open mind, like you said before, yeah, and the flexibility exactly. of how you approach and you have your to research. Ac- I mean, and you have also to accept that you may be wrong. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I was wrong many times. I would be wrong even way more. So like, it's, it's mm-hmm. totally, uh, that's what you, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be but sure when that you, have you a can hypothesis accept uh, mm-hmm. that you are wrong. Yeah, it's not always like always. Uh, I mean, can be tricky for some people, but yeah, uh, yeah. something to work on as a researcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, on a daily life, I think that's the point. Okay, well, actually, this connects perfectly. So it's like, well, n- <coughs> now your work, uh, you completed your PhD, mm-hmm. and you work. I think it's called the SMM, so the Soil Micro Mechanics mm-hmm. Team. Yeah, uh, at UT, and mm-hmm. you're a postdoctoral researcher. Mm-hmm. So, could you maybe tell us a little about the work of uh, the SMM team at UT (laughs) and share what your work consists of? Um, Yeah, okay. So, in your, like, uh, the soil micromechanics uh, group is, um, uh, yeah, is a a chair in the engineering uh, technology faculty that Mm -hmm. we have here at UT. Uh, As as the name can tell, we study a lot the micromechanics of soil, so really, like, at the particle scale. Uh, my my uh, my group uh, they are big experts I would say like in uh, discrete element modeling so um, 
is the modeling of the discrete uh, element of the soil. Mm -hmm. So you really model like particle by particle, mm -hmm. the interaction between them and the interaction with the liquids or with uh, external um, elements, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so that's what's the main um, uh, um, field, like the main uh, research uh, yeah. um, of, my, of my team. Yeah. Mm, then, uh, um, uh, of course, like for instance, uh, uh, they did. Uh, they did also develop also some coupling for between DEM and FEM. So for upscaling from the micro. So you you study the properties at the micro scale, mm -hmm. and then you upscale them on a macro scale to study more like the finite uh, uh, entire model. Okay. Mm -hmm. And to see then actually like on the on the reality, so on the big picture, what uh, what this the phenomenon at the micro scale can imply. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, my, myself, uh, I'm more like an experimental um, ex experimentalist, let's say. Yeah. Mm, so I do more like I try to design more experiments to understand like some type of phenomenon. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, we kind of like try to compensate uh, each other knowledge. That's usually how you build up a research team. For mm -hmm. instance, last year we started uh, uh, developing uh, like um, a small probe that is like mm -hmm. uh, earthworm shaped. Okay. To investigate the soil, yeah, you know, to replicate, I mean, to um, replace uh, the uh, standard uh, CPT or SPT um, test for soil investigation. Okay. Um, of course, uh, we have the knowledge about soil mechanics, but I mean, we don't have the knowledge on uh, mechanical engineering and electronics. So that's why we, we hired a postdoc, uh, Ilya, that now is working on, on this. So, mm -hmm. you know, we combine uh, his knowledge on uh, electrical engineering uh, and um, I think it's called like mechatronic. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. like, you know, our knowledge on soil mechanics and try to develop like uh, a, new, a new tool can then be used for, uh, you know, for the society. Wow. So in general, that's how you you build uh, uh -huh. a research team. I think it's a bit like, you know, when you do a project, yeah. right, at the bachelor, and you have to make up like a, a, a team. Mm -hmm. So for instance, you have good skills, I don't know, in uh, uh, in programming, mm -hmm. but y you know that you don't like that much, like, you know, to write report. Mm -hmm. So maybe when you look around for like uh, people which you would like to team up, mm -hmm. maybe you go to look for someone that is very better, like, you know, that has a good writing skills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, maybe, you know, you have to do like a 3D modeling, uh, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, oh, okay, I know that the guy works a lot with AutoCAD or with SolidWorks, so maybe I'll try to meet up, team up with him. So that's how you, mm -hmm. you try to, Hear more to merge, you know, mm -hmm. knowledge and, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm, so, yeah, that's the way to get like a most, yeah. I don't know, productive team, I guess. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But then, okay, maybe this you kind of sort of answered and tell me if you uh -huh. did. But yeah. um, so then <laughs> is that like, so what team dynamics or components do you find most valuable in like pro fostering productive research environments? Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the uh, most important thing uh, is a sharing, mm -hmm. right? So okay. your knowledge or your results or your point of view. And, uh, and uh, I mean, of course, to be open to accept, uh, you know, other people's opinion. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, that's very very important. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And does um, like ethnicity or gender, like so like diversity in general mm -hmm. of backgrounds mm -hmm. in a team, help do you think the overall quality of like what research you produce? Um, I mean, I think uh, as a bit of what I, what we what we said before, right? Mm -hmm. The way in which uh, a school you were like. Uh, taught on how to approach problem. Mm -hmm. I think it's different uh, based on uh, the different uh, place from where you come from. Mm 
-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so maybe this is uh, having like a, a, a big variety of in, in your team, it really like helps you also to, to open your mind and understanding like, you know, other way of thinking or approaching different type of problems. It mm -hmm. can be like science, but also like life problems, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, and it's good because, you know, you have different opinion and also for, for yourself, like it's nice to have uh, interaction with, with other people and maybe sometimes, you know, kill stereotypes. Sometimes I heard some stereotypes about Italian that I was like, oh no, that's <laughs> not true, but you know. So working with people from other countries or, uh, and um, other culture, it really like helps you to, you know, open your mind uh, on mm -hmm. different aspects, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I want to go back to like, um, well, I mean, the research you do. Mm -hmm. A researcher, like we hear that, oh yeah, there's researchers. But what does that mean? And maybe like, what do you? Well, not what does that mean? But what mm -hmm. do you do in a week? And what that? Like, what could that look like? Um, yeah, <laughs> I think in a week you do a lot of things. Um, I again, like from from teaching, uh, and you've seen that. Yeah. Uh, to uh, um, planning, I don't know, a trip for uh, like conferences or. Uh, um yeah and then like doing your own research uh, as itself so it really changes a lot and recently i've also been starting to get involved um as a project manager for a european project uh, that uh, ut mm -hmm. is gonna uh, coordinate and that's uh entitling a lot of meetings uh, with so uh, like uh, people from ut people from other countries from uh, the, the different uh partners so mm -hmm. and then later on we're gonna have like uh, 13 PhDs working on that, so probably <laughs> there's gonna be also interaction a lot with students. So mm -hmm. mm, yeah, I think uh, that's the, the week. Uh, it's really like uh, you have many options of you know of uh, of selection of type of job you can do. Like yeah, from uh, being a uh, pure research, like you know sitting on the chair, like trying to understand like equations and make them work, up to really like um, planning meeting or like attending meeting or making a budget Excel sheet on like another. So that's so actually yeah. really nice because then you have a variety. Yeah. And then that yeah, helps yeah. maybe not get bored of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trust <laughs> me, I never get bored. Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, see, I, I think that there is also a bit uh, like a tricky things. You have also to try to protect also your, your life, uh, you know? Mm -hmm. So the work-life balance, uh, mm -hmm. it's also very important because the wise, uh, I mean, it's nice to really be involved in your job, but it's good also to have like a bit of... Um, like some hobbies or like to do something else otherwise you will be like uh, completely um i mean otherwise your life is gonna be your job and then it's, yeah. uh, it's not gonna be yeah that that's nice uh, yeah. yeah i think the same with the study come on yeah you know, also yeah, yeah. You <laughs> that's why maybe you also do like podcasts and so because yeah. it's nice you know you otherwise yourself are just like studying on uh, to fulfill like just to pass your exams so mm -hmm. yeah yeah and like everything in life like you if you have just one thing mm -hmm. then other things are lacking like yeah yeah, right? something, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah for anything like fulfillment for like health maybe sport or something <sighs> or something yeah, different yeah, but yeah. yeah that's that's okay i'll touch quickly back upon on what you recently mm -hmm. just said like about like even organizing like conferences like mm -hmm. uh well traveling to conferences mm -hmm. but so um, I guess are conferences when you've like finished like your research or is that just in general to like get uh, information on other like research groups mm -hmm. or why would a research team go to a conference <laughs> and what? Uh, I mean curious? in general like I think uh, going to conference uh, publishing papers uh, it's uh, a bit like the ultimate goal 
right of your mm-hmm. research because y- you want to achieve something that you know that uh, it's uh, it's meaningful and then you want to share with the community mm-hmm. okay yeah. so i think like uh, a conference in general it's it's a nice uh, um hub okay to share what your results but also like to learn what other people are doing mm-hmm. you know so and also like networking uh, because you you meet people from uh, mm-hmm. from ev- everywhere and uh, have collaboration uh, and start to collaborate and working together. Maybe, you know, there are people from, I don't know, South America that work on my same topic. It mm-hmm. would be nice, you know, to, um, yeah, to start working together. Because if uh, you share your results, your side of the results and their side of the results, then maybe together we can get something even more, even more meaningful uh, the, for, for the society, you know, mm-hmm. faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I know that makes a lot of yeah. sense because it's all, okay, yeah. And then I have a question on like, so you maybe like, Go, like join a research team that mm-hmm. had like a topic mm-hmm. but then um, to get I guess like funding are you like uh, going to companies or companies sometimes like coming to you to like work on a topic or something like that um, mm, I, I think it works both ways okay mm-hmm. so usually um, if uh, your, your research team is a bit like it's well known or at least uh, uh, yeah again you see if you publish paper on the topic and on the on the tools that you develop then companies uh, are aware of what you work on. So, mm, for instance, uh, I know that uh, my uh, some people in my team are collaborating with um, with Altares mm-hmm. or with other geotechnical companies, yeah. um, and they came to let's say to us uh, asking mm-hmm. for our our knowledge. So mm-hmm. they came up with a problem uh, and they they know that we have the tools. So together we can combine and find a solution. Okay. But the other way also works. So in the sense, uh, for instance, this consortium, European consortium that I mm-hmm. was mentioning before, is called Poseidon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so how it works is usually like uh, you you create like a consortium that has both uh, academic partners but also industrial partner, right? Mm-hmm. So together you merge like your knowledge and you try to mm, shape uh, some uh, PhD, which are like uh, young researcher, right, to have. Uh, both uh, approaches uh, in so like you know so they are ready to both work for academia for academia and also for uh, industry more like maybe R&D for industry let's say mm. so yeah it works both ways mm-hmm. yeah okay. yeah mm-hmm. no yeah so no like I see with like all this that these are always like I guess like innovate research and mm-hmm. this does have quite a bit of impact in like society even though like like when you say, say researcher for mm-hmm. most people, that doesn't mean much. But, like, now, mm-hmm. like, I know so much more. And, like, I feel like how much maybe, like, a researcher mm-hmm. can have impact in society, mm-hmm. like, working directly instead of just, like, applying knowledge and, mm-hmm. like, innovating. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. So, thank you for coming on. So, you, you're considering a researcher path? I honestly don't know. I think I need to, like, try everything. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, maybe. No, no, but I no, think but people so watching should. <laughs> yeah, you guys should. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, uh, it's, um... It's something different. It's uh, it's nice, uh, and then uh, I mean, you always can come back. I mean, you mm-hmm. can uh, enter research later on in your path. I have actually col- colleagues that started their PhDs like in their forties. Oh wow! Because I mean, uh, you know, like you try out um, engineering for a firm's work, and then you realize that maybe uh, that's what you like to do. So you start uh, doing a PhD, and uh, I mean, you go back to be like a student, let's say, but it's not really like. Uh, something in between so mm-hmm. yeah well there is always still time in life uh, to change part and who knows mm-hmm. okay.
Well, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please share it with friends and family. And stay tuned.